0: Hello, listeners. Thank you for being here with me on another episode of You Did It, the podcast. This week, we are talking to Miss Andre Levin. She is a birth and postpartum doula, a placenta encapsulation specialist, a student midwife, a Reiki specialist, and so much more. And my family and I were fortunate to have her as our doula for the, as you will hear, wild and crazy birth of my baby. She was by my side when I gave birth to our baby girl at a birthing center, also played a really vital role in helping support my partner Ryan throughout this journey, and played a huge role in our postpartum care which I've come to learn is actually one of the most important things that you need to prepare yourself for when becoming a parent. So sit back, relax, listen, and have a drink if you need one as we get the conversation going with Ms. Andre Lemon. You did it! I <laughs> Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you for having
0: me. You did it! I'm so You're excited. Here. I'm excited for
1: your new adventure
0: thank you. you've been you've been so lovely to have in my life, even though it was for such a short stint of time. Um, but I always think about you because and this is gonna sound a little creepy to anyone listening, but I think you understand. You made the coolest, beautiful art piece out of the umbilical cord and it's you like, like that. It's hung up beside my bed.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. I'm glad that you kept it as a keepsake.
0: Of yeah, course. Some people don't
1: know what to do with it.
0: Are you kidding me? I had that thing framed immediately so it wouldn't like disintegrate. <gasps> oh, from, you like, had
1: it framed. You have to yes! s- take a picture if you I don't will. mind. No, like, I'll send it to you. people
0: do that. Did you put it in a box frame? Yes. It's oh. like glass. It has a box frame. And everyone's like so disturbed by it. They're like, what's that? I'm like, that's my umbilical cord connecting me to my baby in the shape of a heart that's been dehydrated by Andre Lavan, my doula. And they're like, oh, <laughs> my weird. God. Yeah, they're like, you're fucking weird. Oh, I'm like, I love I that know. you did
1: that. I know someone who had hers bronzed and made a necklace.
0: Ooh, I think that would be cool, too. But I'm also a freak where I'm like, I want to see yes. the thing. Like, I want to... <laughs> Yes, please share a picture. And I if you will, don't mind, i really like
1: it. Because people are often like, what do I do with this? I'm like, I
0: don't know. Yeah. Could, I yeah. mean, I was just very grateful that the place that I sent it to was down for it. Because I'm like, so this is, I guess, like, hazmat kind of stuff. But, like, not really because it's dehydrated. The and dehydrated. they're like, what is it? I'm like, it's my umbilical cord. And they're like, oh. So just don't break it. And they're like, okay. And the woman, like, put gloves on and, like, put uh-huh. it in, like, a special box. And we picked out the frame and like it was so dorky but they did a great job yeah they were awesome but thank you for being here I mean I'd love I before we dive into any more epic conversation moments with you please tell our listeners and anyone out there watching a little bit about yourself
1: um well once again I'm Andre and I'm a birth and postpartum doula herbalist and reiki practitioner and I was Alicia's doula
0: yeah I was a doula for your family Yes. Um, So we got connected through a referral from one of my friends, Shay Mitchell. Thank you for that. And you came into my ether late on in my pregnancy because we had just come back to the States and we're like getting settled back in. Thank you for taking us on. I know you're so busy, but it was amazing to meet you. And when we met you, like we interviewed other doulas and then we got your name and I was like, okay. And Ryan and I were both like, yes, Andre. This is the doula. And like, it was just instant. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for people who don't know what a doula does, Andre, what what's like the, what's the basic Cole's notes that you can yes. tell everyone about basic.
1: Doula? But as you know, Alicia, it's so much more than the basic description Ex- of a doula. Exactly. And so. we have
0: time. <laughs> good so, to know. Yeah. Tell us basics and then we'll dive in deeper. Okay.
1: So a doula is there for, um, a doula is there to serve the family with informational support, educational support, physical support, um, for some people spiritual support during their pregnancy, birth and postpartum experience. Yeah. To help to prepare the family for the birth and everybody, everyone works different, but ideally we're helping to prepare for the birth, kind of um, demystify some of the birth, um, the aspects of birth, um, to maybe help to unpack any fears someone may have mm-hmm. surrounding birth. And, you know, for me, I'm always trying to help my clients to remember that they're having a human experience versus a medical experience.
0: I I have goosebumps. Um my hairy spider arms can show you sort of but I (laughs) love look at the goosebumps I loved when we first met you and like it yeah it it was the whole thing is just like fucking weird you know like being pregnant is for me was very like alien like Mm -hmm. where's Sigourney Weaver you know
1: I and, why people don't talk about how weird it is to be pregnant to have another human growing inside of your womb. It's weird. It's weird. Still a baby moving. It's it's creepy. Weird. Yeah.
0: It's creepy. It's very it's very the movie alien for me anyway, because my brain, like I have a morbid, weird sense of humor, guys. But um, I agree. for me <laughs> I was like I use that analogy. Yeah. I remember right? when she
1: was on the table and that her, her stomach is moving and then the alien is born.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, very me. similar. And I, but I love that you ground it and you're like, but this is a human experience. Like, this is what we go through. Like, Mother Nature's cool. The body's awesome. But I love that you keep it real for like, and you even said it in in talking to us right now, the whole family. It's not just about the mom. I felt like this whole experience was almost so much more beneficial for ryan too like my partner Mm -hmm. baby daddy because Mm -hmm. he's kind of in this alone like we were also down here without no family really we have friends but they weren't you know really available to be like hey do you want to come to my birth um also that would have been kind of fun but um especially my birth ew what a what a scene, it was but <laughs>
1: <intense>. <laughs> it was
0: Andre's like, I will never have that etched out of my memory. It was so <laughs> aggressive. But um, it, I love that you brought that up because it is for the whole family. Yes. And I think you what was so beautiful about you is you made you really did do it for the whole family. Like Ryan's not here right now, but he would pop in in a second and second this that he felt so supported mm-hmm. and calmed and just mm-hmm. safe with your presence even yes in the birthing room but also just like prelay the birth you know yes. you, like you were showing him things that he didn't know about like he's a first time yes. baby daddy and mm-hmm. i think he was almost like scared shitless a little bit too of what mm-hmm. to do Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about that. Cause I want to know when you first meet clients, like how, how, how does a journey happen? I mean, I know how I got connected to you, word of mouth, thank God. But if someone out there is pregnant about to have a kid, how do they find a doula? What's the best way that they make contact with someone? like I think yourself? you should
1: talk to maybe your friends or within your community, see if anyone used a doula, um, to talk to them. Um, I'm personally You know, sometimes doctors or midwives may have a list of doulas, but Mm -hmm. I think that people and you should definitely research that list. But I think you should go beyond the list as well. And that's because I feel that um, it's important for there to be a separation between your care provider. In my mind, there's between yourself and the care provider because so that we could still advocate for you, because if that doula is concerned Mm -hmm. about her relationship with that care provider, Mm -hmm. then they're not going to be able to fully advocate for you.
0: So that's something to take
1: in consideration. So often, like if people say, have you ever worked with this doctor? I say, I don't work with doctors. I work with my clients. Right. But I have attended a birth where this doctor was the care provider. So I would check within the community. Um, I get Many of my clients, well, I, I actually, I receive a lot of referrals from my clients. And then there's also doctors and midwives who refer me to clients. Right. But I receive a lot of um, inquiries from my Yelp page. Great. So you could also, like Google doulas in your community and there will be a list of doulas. Um, and to, I think it's important to read the reviews. I think if you're talking to your family or friends who maybe had the support of the doula, and this is regarding your doula or your care provider, oftentimes people will say, oh my God, my doctor was great or my doula was great. It could be a value to ask, what does great mean to you?
0: Exactly. Everyone's looking for different angles. Yes. Like you said, supporting their birth plan
1: yes. and their
0: vibe, right? Like yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's funny because you don't really know what great is until you've been through it. Like you could have an idea of like, ooh... Like, hi, producer brain. Like, I'm going to, like, lay this out. This is how Mm -hmm. I want it to be. But when push comes to shove, pun intended, (laughs) um, what the fuck does great look like? Like, what does that support from a doula and a midwife and or a care provider doctor look like for you in that moment Mm -hmm. and the family? So that's important. That's a good that's a good heads up.
1: I mean, because there are some people who who come into the process says, whatever my doctor says, that's what I'm going to do.
0: Great. And that's
1: great great for them. And there are people who, you know, they want to look into other avenues so i think that's a great Mm -hmm. question to Mm -hmm. ask and read the reviews and also like on yelp reviews um also yeah and even for your care providers Mm -hmm. i mean because the doula is great but it really starts with your care provider you want to make sure you have a care provider that's in alignment with your wishes Mm -hmm. um do you feel respected and things like that because that's because it's really hard. Like, even though you may have a doula that's supporting you, that's giving you information, but it can be hard when the doctor is telling you something
0: contradictory. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like where do you believe? Because especially when people are pregnant, their their main concern is like, I don't want anything to happen to my baby. Mm-hmm. right and so it could be important to have the right care provider and more than anything it should be someone that's accepting of your wishes as long as you're not putting yourself or your baby at risk
0: right 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 mm-hmm. and i mean how does the journey really begin so you're pregnant you pee on a stick or you don't and you just know you're pregnant mm-hmm. but i mean like who want who doesn't want to pee on that stick mm-hmm. um and then they have a care provider Would would they find a doula first would they find a midwife first what's kind of the i think, I think everyone approaches it
1: different i think that most people will start with a care provider because they're most people will transfer if they're having a hospital birth they'll transfer their their oh their, their gynecologist becomes their ob mm. but i think also then you're someone who's a great gynecologist may not be a great obstetrician
0: like so on the a, day yeah yeah yes yeah. or just so throughout a, the journey
1: yeah, to transfer to someone else. Um, it's not uncommon that people come with to me, and they already have their care provider. Or and through our conversation, like I was just talking to my mom about this. Through our conversation, I can tell that. Um, it may not be a good fit um, or the client is just mm. settling with this provider because this is who the insurance that they had to use. Mm. And so then mm-hmm. I suggest that, you know, you could really love your doctor because there are some great doctors who are personable that may feel more comfortable for you. And that's an option for you. And so you should really take your time to look for the perfect doctor for your for your family and the same thing with the midwife and Mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember but i always tell people when they call me and it's not uncommon that people want to hire me over the phone or hire me before they see me and i suggest that you talk to other doulas yeah i should not be the only person that you talk to yeah talk to other doulas and then um see who you resonate over the phone and then request an in-person meeting. But most people will have an OB because the insurance says that's who they should see and then book their first appointment. And you should, I think, should see if you can schedule a consultation, be in the room with this person.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a I feel like that somehow gets like overlooked or just not like thumbed up a lot. Like, I feel like people don't want to do a consult. These days
1: sometimes. You wanna see yeah, what does it feel like? Do I feel safe yeah. with this person? Or are they making eye contact? You know, do that's the, what I, yeah. You know, like how does the office feel? What does the staff feel like to take that? Yeah. It's a because as you know, it's a very intimate and vulnerable <laughs> journey that you're
0: going. Sure on. is, guys. Yeah. I mean, if you had a birth like I did, you're pretty much just naked. <laughs> with a lot of people staring at you. Yes. Um It's so funny. But yeah, I feel like that's an interesting thing to to talk about out of the gates because what you said so far is so intense like some people feel pressured and just don't know where to turn to or have like the resources I think of where else to look and i guess that maybe it's just cultural like i i really wanted to not have a hospital birth as much as i could those wishes were kept but uh, i mean If people have you ever had instances with clients where you've met somebody and it was like, okay, like, I guess the hospital birth is the way to go. And then upon uh, working together and or guiding them through this journey, there was a, a shift in energy where it was like maybe the client you know the prego mom let's just yes. call him the prego mom yeah. was like actually i person. think the prego person thank you <laughs> could have been like i could do this at home or i could do this at a birthing center and that is actually what what vibrates and aligns with me more so and i'm healthy and equipped to do that have those changes occurred in your placement with people absolutely and then also in addition
1: to that so that happens yeah. um because because of all the work we do where we start unpacking the fear right. and kind of normalizing the experience, some people do consider. Some people consider and move forward. Some people consider and say, maybe the next baby. And I always tell people, don't ask your doctor if you should have a home birth because they're going to tell you no. That's yeah. not the person you consult with Cha-ching! to see. If- Sorry,
0: doc. That ain't going to you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Right? Put so yeah, yeah,
1: don't yeah. consult with your doctor as long as you're low risk. You can't have an out of hospital birth if you're not Low risk. Well, that's not true. You could do, you know, right. You could do whatever you want in life. but Most midwives won't take anyone who's high risk.
0: High risk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, It could be challenging for their license. And then also, when I was a student midwife for several years, and you know, I was a a student midwife at the birth center where you gave birth. It wasn't uncommon where people, because I was do my the appointments with them, they came in thinking they wanted to have a birth center birth, but the experience of the appointments, realize, oh, you know what? I'm just going to do this at home. And that was very common with the clients oh. that I saw as the student midwife. They would transfer from the birth center to Coos
0: home. <laughs> I mean, you just have that vibe, though. Like, guys, you need to meet her. Like, oh, make it happen. Can. Have a kid and hire <laughs> her. But <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's so interesting because we were, I mean, it's so we came from da- we came from Canada. It's a different vibe up there and a different vibe down here with like we have doulas up there obviously too. The doulas are all over the world, yes. Like can you practice can you practice everywhere?
1: I mean, people, yeah. I mean, yeah. because a do- what's a doula? Like it's not a what certification. Is a doula? So So a doula is someone um, inexperienced in birth who comes to help to support the family during the process. So before there was the title of doula, it might have been your grandmother or your aunties or your cousins or your mother's best friend, like people who had experience with birth that would help you to transition in the process. There is a certification Mm -hmm. now that's in some hospitals, which is very maddening, want to make it required a requirement for the doulas to be certified
0: bedside yeah that they you can't be there in a the hospital right now if you don't have it or can you so well now
1: you can but some hospitals like there's a hospital in LA that wants the doulas to sign a contract before they come into the birth but once again it's not that's not patient-centered mm. they they're focusing on the hospital but our role is to be patient-centered Right. Mm -hmm. We're not there to accommodate your rules and your rules and policies. We're there to advocate and to support the clients. Um, But there are certifying bodies and it's every once in a while. Someone may ask me if I'm certified. I took I I took a doula training in 2005 or six. right? Right. Right. And I didn't certify because I didn't believe I wasn't interested in their guidelines. Right, you know, right, like, right, right, so right. one of the guidelines is I couldn't interfere with their care provider. So if I they had a care provider that I knew was maybe unsafe or may not be a good for them, according to their guidelines, I couldn't say that. Right. I couldn't inform them of that. So I didn't want to certify with them. And so also what I tell people when they're asking about certification is that a a, a doula course is three days. It's three days. You read <laughs> Should five I take books.
0: It? Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Do you, you think read? I'd be a good doula? I Andre, tell <laughs> <laughs> me
0: I think you would be a great, I think I'd you be would like be that, very entertaining. I'd be like that weird football coach just yelling at you. Come on! Yeah. <laughs> I got I you! Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so it's um, crazy. Three yeah, days. So it's three three days, days. days just to get some certification yeah. of like, okay. Well, you get five,
1: okay. five letters from clients and then you're certified and that doesn't make you a doula. No. You know? And
0: you
1: then also suck. people could... People could do that and do a hundred birth. And that still doesn't mean that they're a doula. Like some people yeah. say that I should teach doulas, but I can't teach people how to show up like me. No, I, I can teach you about birth and yeah. give you statistics, but I can't teach you how to show up and be present and space hold and, you know, be kind. I can't teach anyone
0: that shit. That was like the stuff I used to try to teach in acting class. About like, hi. We're in a room. Let's like feel the energy of the room and like hold space, and then hold space for other people's energy, and then now we're having a baby come into the space. Like, yes, yeah. It's a very interesting thing because it's, I guess, the only way that you could learn is being an apprentice. Yes,
1: doula. I mean, you. I mean, I would say that you learn. So I was a good doula before I had hundreds of births under my belt. Right. Right. But I'm a better doodle because of my experience of going into births, especially hospital births. Like and I would have to say that my doula experience is also influenced by my midwifery um, mm-hmm. experience because I was a student midwife. So a lot of doulas don't have the medical background that mm-hmm. I do as a experienced student midwife.
0: Mm-hmm. So that
1: influences the way that I care for families as well. Mm-hmm. Um So I actually have mentored quite a few new doulas and I'll take them to my prenatals because a lot of the work is done leading up to the birth. Like that's what all of those appointments are for. Yes. Right. When we're getting informed and getting to know one another. So I'll invite them to the families who welcome them and to come in so they can learn how to interact with the families. What are you talking about during the appointments? How to hold space? And then I'll. Kind of answer their questions afterwards.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean, we I, were kind of talking about when I can have a margarita. Yes, I feel like that was one of my questions. I'm like, when yeah. can I have a drink after she's born? <laughs> Listen, and like, one of my <laughs> I colleagues... don't have a problem, guys. I'm just being real. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one of my colleagues, a midwife, one of her clients was drinking so called limes in the labor. Like, and taking pictures of it and pasting it on Facebook. Yeah.
0: Like, where was mine? I thought we had that in my birth plan, but where did that go wrong? Well, because
1: it was very wild.
0: Yeah. Like, (laughs) pop that bottle, babe. Bring that (laughs) rosé. He's like, uh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. So that's really lovely. So I guess ideally you'd want to meet somebody like yourself at the very beginning, just so you feel this might be like, you know, nine months is the journey, I would say. Right. Is that kind of or,
1: pregnancy is I, it's
0: 10, 10 months, 10 40 months, weeks, 40 weeks. Yes. And 40 then postpartum. And you're yes. still you're still around in that era. Like that's Absolutely. where I feel like so grateful to have had you like having you obviously there before and during the birth. But also mm-hmm. after was so great to have your knowledge and your in like and your touch like. With our family then too was so vital. Yeah, because I think that a lot of people
1: prepare prepare for the birth, but the birth is really the easy part. It's when you bring the baby home. Yeah, that yeah. where it becomes that much more challenging. And it's not like mother well, parenting a newborn isn't really that challenging, right? That's pretty simple. You feed them, keep them dry, you change their diapers. Yeah. Um, but it's Hold the on. emotional roller coaster the transitioning from from person to parent that I find is challenging for a lot of people. Um, and so when you were yeah. asking about when do you book your doula, the yeah. thing is that I'm a little different because of my midwifery experience than most doulas. Like based on the certification classes, most people will, the it would look like you would see your doula twice, two to three times before the birth. Whereas, oh. you know, I actually meet with the client's once a month until they're 36 weeks, and then we meet once a week into the delivery.
0: Yeah, I wish I had you more. <laughs> yes.
1: So, and so some people will come in earlier, and yeah. so they get to benefit all of that time we spend together, and some people will come in later, and then we spend a shorter amount of time, but you're still getting all of that information. Yeah. Right. Because our yeah. visits are like an hour, sometimes they're more, depending on what's going on and what needs to be discussed during those appointments. So, if you, ideally like so for instance if you're having a doula that only meets with you twice then I don't know if it's going to benefit you to hire your doula at 16 weeks or 20 weeks because you're probably not going to see them until right before you give birth so yeah
0: and I I found that interesting because like that's kind of the person with you on the sidelines there yes like really like aside from yes. your partner who like I lol about this so much when you see Instagram or TikTok videos and like the baby daddy or partner or whatever is just, like, passed okay. out or they're sleeping while you're giving. And you're like, what? And if you don't have a doula there, yes. you're kind of screwed. But also, if you don't have a doula there and you're, like, under or, like, wonky from whatever, like you said earlier, you're there to help also keep the trajectory of the birth plan yes. in place, like, yes. as much as you can and advocate for them too right like that was huge for me I remember you were checking in and you're like are you okay like do you want to tap out like do we need to go to the hospital and I'm like yes
1: no and then remember you had something on going on at your labor and I said I think maybe we should go in because this is not this is kind of we're not in the range of normal necessarily and I feel like you should be watched a little bit more closely
0: yeah yeah and it was because I got induced no. What, what did what happened i got no remember you no, had, had that
1: you had more blood i i you had more blood than felt comfortable
0: yes uh, to me oh yes 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 because yes. ryan was like um you're bleeding a lot and i'm yes. like okay and he sent
1: me pictures yeah yeah he yeah, sent yeah pictures to me
0: yeah so then i like, came and go in.
1: yeah and then i was like i think maybe we should go in just to make sure yeah. that everything is safe so you do spend ideally most people you'll spend more time with your doula than you were any other care provider in the process, right? Yeah. Outside of your
0: partner. Well, especially with you. Yes. Because you're awesome like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, what makes you take on a client? Like, have you ever been in situations where you're like, hey, mm-hmm. yeah, let's meet up, Barbara. And then you're like, mm, so, no, So, yes.
1: Well, it's interesting.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Barbara, like whoever it's, you are.
1: <laughs> it's taken me years to kind of figure out. I think it's important for Noodalist to know that You know, you're not only being interviewed, but you're interviewing the client and that. Mm. So, you know, when I tell clients we should meet in person. So you just spidey since do I feel comfortable with the person and the doula should do the same thing. I have occasionally received someone who wanted to work with me and I'm always a little bit surprised. And now that's my sign that maybe this isn't my client. I'm like, oh, really? You chose me like I didn't get that from the interview. Mm. And when that happens, it always turns out at some point I realize, um, oh, this might not have been. a great fit Uh, for hmm. no reason. Like it could be because there's something in this relationship that triggers some of my childhood trauma Mm -hmm. or, but there's just something that maybe we're not a great fit. And what's interesting, some kind of way when, and I don't, that doesn't happen to me as often, the universe will end that relationship.
0: Yeah. Organically without it having to be like a full on like, yes. Chopping block. Yeah. yeah. That's always kind of nice. Yes. And yeah, I do you,
1: pray. Yeah. I pray that, you know, like the God or the birth goddesses or the universe sends me the clients that are perfect for mm-hmm. me. And mm-hmm. I can often tell in the phone conversation. Like I know when I like someone yeah. over the phone. So I like to work with families that I like.
0: Yeah. We like yeah. that about you, too. When we first Ryan, like Ryan was like, yeah, yeah she sounds great. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like she has a nice voice for me. It's always, I know this sounds maybe off, but who the fuck cares? I have a voice thing. Like, yes, I'm a voice actor and yes, I'm an actor. But like, if I'm going to have someone in my corner, like yelling, which I like or whispering <laughs> in my ear or whatever, I want to enjoy their sound. Yes. Yes. Like, that's or, where it's always hard for me to listen to other podcasts where I'm like, ah, this person's <laughs> voice or like those guided meditations where I'm like, turn this off. Turn this off. Yes. So you I had agree. a lovely voice on the phone. Oh, thank you. And you do in yes. person. And it like oh, resonates you. still through your face and your being like it all aligned. Like it wasn't just a phone voice facade. Thank you. you I know? want to give
1: a little pause, shout out break for Ryan's coffee. <laughs> Ryan, thanks the best coffee remember i kept he would say do you yes. want coffee And i'm like no no it's okay it's okay and i finally had a coffee and i was like i can't believe i was denying myself this coffee all of this time i came home i told my daughter about it
0: rise life this one's for you
1: <laughs> yes and yes. i was like declining food and one day you remember you yeah. were having those meal preps he brought me yeah. And i was like i can't believe i was saying no all this time kushi kushi
0: if you're listening come on as a sponsor kushi foods
1: yeah oh my god yeah they
0: were so good god that's what i miss about la too we were just ryan and i sit here at this house and we're like we love our house but we really miss kushi (laughs) (laughs) like we miss the meal preps speaking of that's some of the shit though that you you help us with right you help Mm -hmm. us get our head straight with all those things like yes hey you have how can you make how can you come in and you're like, how can I help your life be easier? Yes. And if needed, like I, I quote me if I'm wrong, but you do add those things as a little bonus bump to some of your clients. You no, know? yes. like you can be like, here's my base package. And then but like, if my- you really here's my extended like I'm coming in and yes. you are you are being taken care of. And I think that's really beautiful about you, too, is that you not just you don't just hold space like at the birth, but you hold it for your clients based yes. on what they need, what their needs are. Yes. So
1: as whether if, if- I'm coming in to help out in the postpartum or I'm giving suggestions for other care providers, accessory care providing, yeah. um, planning for the postpartum. Cause once again, most people are not ready for that in terms right. of nutrition, when your company is coming over, who should be coming when. So we talk about all of that so that you're more prepared yeah. in the postpartum. So I do like, I can, some people can hire me for as the birth doula alone, or I do have packages that include birth and postpartum belly binding, um, Signed, signed up of for the that. bone ceremonies. Yeah, mm-hmm. so there's alternatives and then your doula should be able to refer you to other different uh, modalities for your for your care as well. I mean,
0: you would hope if they have that yes. in their network. Yeah. And I guess once again that comes with experience and like yes. where they've been and like yeah. who's in their circuit. So, cool. Like pre-baby, that stuff's kind of just like more home visits, unpacking stuff, talking about things. I'm I'm not going to um ask you to divulge your secrets of doulaism here because that's something that people receive with you one on one, but I think one of the best things about being a doula, I think what I really loved about you is that you did have those conversations with us that made us think like, okay, you talked about any fear around it. Who the hell thinks about that? Because when D-day comes, when B-day comes, shit can unravel. Um, I don't really remember. I kept trying to think in my process. I don't think I really had too much stuff around it. I was kind you of did. more just like, yeah, let's just go for it. Right. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you did. Um, I mean, it's beautiful that you have that question. And obviously that comes with experience. And then, mm-hmm. you know, your your clients are able to address it pre so mm-hmm. that they're maybe in a super good, positive headspace. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, come come b day come d day b day like you're kind of there on call i suppose like yes. you're just ready and so i i remember when we aligned with you you said you only take on a few clients at a time right. based on delivery yes do i dates. take on 3
1: probably three clients per month no more than sometimes it works out because you know birth happens at any time right someone may go give birth a little bit earlier and then I end up taking four clients in a month but um because it's 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 for the doulas it's and I'm older right so it takes me a little bit longer you don't look no one 53 53
0: 53 yes did I lose you can you see me no I'm here I'm here Where am I? I I was fist pumping for you because you look amazing. (laughs) Oh, Thank you. Here (laughs) I found you.
1: Yes. So it takes me longer to recover from birth and also because I spend a lot of time with my clients. So I Mm -hmm. don't. I mean, it could be overwhelming for doulas. I think that's something also new doulas. um, A lot of doulas come in and they're very um, what I would call. Is that you? Me? Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on one second. Can you hear that? (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) It
0: sounds like a lawnmower. <laughs> One second. That's a perfect spot for a commercial break. Om, om, om. <clears throat> okay, guys. So, if you are looking for something to help elevate and raise the vibe around your home or office, Head over to somavetic.com and check out their devices. They combine unique Western technology with ancient healing wisdom, and it contains a blend of precious and semi-precious stones and energy amplifiers with a pioneering frequency therapy technology. What does that all mean? Well, pretty much, you put this device in your home and I kid you not, it changes the vibe almost instantly. I have two of them in my house. I have the Somabetic in green and then I have the blue one. And after I got my first one, the green one, the energy in the house felt better. My mood was better. My concentration was better. I was just sleeping better. Our plants started doing better. I'm serious. It was an all-around energy shift that can be physically felt. So if this piques your interest and you want to try it out, head over to somavedic.com and use code It for 10% off at checkout. And now, home back to the show. There you are. <laughs> did you hear
1: that biggie in the background
0: i i kind of heard like landscaping things but i didn't hear what you were oh, hearing no,
1: it was biggie yeah it was biggie for, for my itunes i like, love
0: that eye. i wish that was bleeding into the record because i would j- but guys this is what i'm talking about andre this yeah. is the fun <laughs> you're so cute what like, did you ask me um we were you were talking about burnout with new doulas because you were saying, like, this yes. is my tap out. I'm doing this for so long. Yes. And this is and you were yes. advising, like, sometimes with new doulas, there's a burnout. Well, because
1: they're, they're it's not uncommon that they're birth junkies.
0: Oh, oh. Right.
1: Like you a birth junkie.
0: Not all their conversation. Not what you guys think it might mean, like where they're like eating your baby no no (laughs) no no no. but
1: they're just consumed by birth all their conversations about birth they're always going to wow meetings and classes and they just want to do as many births as possible but oh god get burnt out and it's hard to be present for the families in that situation yeah but I think it's
0: also important not to cut you off but like how annoying would that be to be in a friend group with someone like that like it's yes like it would just be like dude, do you play pickleball? Well, quite, honestly, like-
1: <laughs> quite honestly, that
0: pickleball,
1: I, quite honestly, that doula probably is not associating with many friends. They're associating with other doulas. Oh, and God. Burn
0: yeah. Get a life.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's common when you first come in, you're just floored by learning all of sure. these things. And so they're just taking on as many births as possible, but it, you, you know, it burns out and then you're not as present. You can't be as present with the family. Yeah, I think it's also important for new doulas to make sure that your family life is structured, right. and taken care of. It is a sacrifice for the families as well for birth workers. I think midwives have high. Most midwives are single.
0: Oh man, I don't even. That's it's hard to manage. That's another podcast episode. I'm trying to get some of them on this episode so, on this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah,
1: because it's it's really hard. The family makes sacrifices. Um, People don't consider like when you have young children, it's really hard for the children you're leaving, especially if you're doing overnight. So to have those things in place and it could take time to learn how to balance that to to balance the life.
0: What's what's your advice then for people that are interested in becoming a doula? Like you you do three to four a month. Where could people start? Like, I mean, obviously, this is so subjective based on the person's Mm -hmm. lifestyle. But what's like a healthy place? To start, you know, like if you're really wanting to a be present, which is I think the biggest one, but then right. also gain experience. Like, is is four to five a month available? That that's a lot, honestly. That's a lot.
1: Well, yeah, I would say yeah, I would say three,
0: three because like four. let's think about logistics here. You take on three people mm-hmm. at the same month; they're about to have yeah. a baby. It the same at you at the same, yeah. you know, same time ish. No. Like, yes. is that kind of how you look at it? Kind
1: of. I mean, sometimes, yes. But also, once again, people give birth. I've had clients give birth at twenty nine right. weeks, thirty-two right. weeks. Right. You, you never, never know, know when someone's going to go into labor. And it's important to know where's your tap out. Yeah. Like it's important. And so it's not uncommon often that people who come into birth and people come into birth work for different reasons. Right. Like for sometimes, like for me, I feel like it's my spirit calling. Some people have been transformed by their own birth story. Mm-hmm. And they want to now um, get involved in birth. But, you know, some people are trying to do their own healing through this Interesting. birth
0: birth.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think that it's important to know where your limit is. And it's okay to refer people out to other doulas. But you know what else interferes in that, um, Alicia, is scarcity mentality. Which I know very well. Mm. So sometimes, like I know that maybe I'm overdoing it by taking this client. But what if I don't take that client? What if I don't get another client? Yes. I'm concerned about the income because it's my only source of income. And through therapy, I've worked yeah. through many of those things. I mean, honestly, when I was a new jeweler for quite a while, if I was increasing my rate, and I actually wasn't charging enough based on my skill set and my experience yeah. for a long time because of the scarcity mentality. And I would actually be in therapy
0: for six months talking about my rate before I would be able- To go and put it out there. Because no one wants to live in a scare city. That's, you know, it's so fun. No, I had that actually told to me by a healer many, many, many moons ago that I worked with. She's like, you don't want to live in a scare city. Yeah. And I was like, no, that sounds annoying. So she's like, yeah, Yeah. you want to live in an abundance and i was like oh my god that's so funny yes. but it always stuck with me
1: yeah so i think you have to take those things into consideration yeah. so once again like does this person have a day job do they have another day job do they have another job so you're not going to be able to take on as many clients mm-hmm. so there's a lot of moving pieces to mm-hmm. that decision mm-hmm. but i think more than four could be um hard that's on a lot and for their family yeah yeah Cause you know, you don't, I've been with people for four days. I've been at labors for three days straight with one client, you know? And so you need to recover from that. So I
0: guess you don't really you know? uh, get to travel much. <laughs> like You know, Well, I've had to
1: learn how to, there was a time when I wouldn't go anywhere, Alicia, but now I just have to like, I have to live my yeah. life. I cannot be consumed by yeah. this. So every once in a while, so I may not be able, well, actually now I plan times off. Beautiful. Like okay, for the month of May, I'm not going to take any. Clients. Beautiful. So I make those. But I didn't do that to the to this year for the first. Well, time.
0: congratulations! That's huge. Yes, thank you.
1: So other times, like because sometimes, but now also because I like to travel, I like time to myself. If something happens in the in between my births, maybe someone gives birth early, whatever may happen. But so I was like, oh, I found a cute little
0: week. Awesome. And now I'm going to go. And you talks. peace out. You yeah. go to Joshua Tree. Oh, Wherever. Yes. Uh, Italy. Yes. Like, blah, blah. You're just out. Absolutely. And that's amazing because that's something, you know, you don't get taught that you don't. It's your own business. Yeah. So like when you're looking at the business side and the logistics of your own entity, that's tough. Because yeah. like, I, I don't know this background for you, but like you didn't go to business school maybe, you know what I mean? Like, and so you have to learn how to, and I didn't either, like in theater school as an actor, like they don't teach you the business shit. Like you don't have, you don't ever learn that. So it's kind of a hard, it's like a hard hitting career when you don't have that aspect. So it's, I applaud you. That's huge that you're able to achieve that because you've built a portfolio of amazing, reputable clients that thus refer you and like you're out there, but you're doing, but like, but you're legit and you're awesome. So it makes sense. So Navigating this, then, like if you're, if you're gonna be, you know, taking on, you know, three, four clients, and you're in a birth for three or four days, like, what are there? I don't even, I don't know, I don't really know how to ask this, so I'm just gonna say it. Like when you're there and shit isn't moving forward, right? And you're trying to honor the person's health plan, how do you do that? Like their birth plan, sorry, not health plan, their birth plan. How do you do that in mm-hmm. cahoots with whoever else is around you? Like, let's talk, let's talk my birth, for instance, because it was out of hospital. Okay. Let's just use me for an example because mm-hmm. it might be easier. So we had our birth plan, no hospital, no drugs, pop her out, I'll be good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and is is this when you kind of first come into contact with the midwives? Or do you see them beforehand, uh, too, in other meetings? Like, do you attend meetings? It depends. Meetings?
1: Not necessarily. I have. Or appointments? Like, for single mothers, okay. I have accompanied them to maybe their care provider. Um, I've had clients who maybe had a scary situation that came up, and so I go to that appointment mm. with them because they feel safe. Like, there's something very grounding about mm-hmm. me. But for the most part, I don't. Okay. Unless, but if someone requests it, then I will. Got it. Right. I'm usually available. Got it for my clients in some type of way. Um, I was familiar with your midwives because I was familiar with the space because I was a student midwife there for 18 months. Um, So I didn't speak with your midwives into the labor. So usually it's not uncommon when there's a midwife that the midwife will be in communication with the doula, depending on the doula to To get more information about what's going, like on. like bring them in. They're we
0: dilated. Yeah, like let the husband yeah, what's or going partner. In, I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, because that's yes. kind of what was happening in our situation. Ryan's like, "Yo, I think we need extra hands on deck. This is beyond my yes. scope." So that's kind of cool. Okay, so that's that's the trajectory. I love how I have like a a brain block because I was like, "What did happen?" I don't really know at this point, but I think that's so good to hear because if people aren't aware of certain processes. Like, I'm I like to have the play by play. Like, that's just now you know that about me. But I'm like, I want to see like, I kind of know what's happening. And so if you're there, you would stay there the whole birth like you did it with us. Yes.
1: Yes. I stay. So what happens? After we've done all of that work, usually most people, most of my clients can get to five centimeters on their Mm -hmm. own, which is when active labor starts. Um, Because once again, we've normalized, this is what happens in the early labor. This is what's normal. Then you can expect to have this. Most people will call me in in the active labor. So for those who don't know, labor is usually broken down like Before you start pushing, it's early labor, active in transition. Early labor is kind of fun, exciting, maybe a little scary for some people, but it's often manageable. And most people will call the doula in when now we need more help to stay grounded or to normalize or to help me to get through the contractions.
0: Mm -hmm. And I want to segue there super quick, Andre, because what's awesome Mm -hmm. is Andre with us was very like, here's a massage, like taught Ryan how to do all this shit. And then, like, she was there with us too a little bit because like I'm a very physical person so I was like all hands on deck like come on people yeah so it was so lovely and that's that's that just my intersect yes. on your thought and then we go from you know what's
1: interesting yeah Lisa what I you know what I remember what keeps what I keep seeing as we're talking about your birth I just I I'm only seeing your bathroom <laughs> Were you in
0: the bath? We were in the <laughs> bath of that birthing center the whole fucking time on that little ball. No, but
1: I keep seeing, I keep seeing your bathroom. Oh, yeah. There's something about your bathroom. That's all that I'm seeing as we're talking Oh,
0: about. yeah. And that's where it all, that's where it started. That's where it was like, ah, Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. that's where yeah. Ryan was like, hey, something's not right here. <laughs> and it's not that it wasn't yes. right. It was just our, uh, we, you were talking about the labor So we went from that Mm -hmm. first chunk to active pretty fucking quickly. That's what it was.
1: And you're active in transition, but I remember your birth being very primal. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You were double Scorpio (laughs) fire right here.
1: (laughs) It was, you were very primal. It was like definitely having an outer body experience. I had two.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: so yeah so like we come to the house oftentimes depending on the 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 labor and what's going on in the doula I come to the house and so I always tell my clients remember I come when you're ready for me to come I'm not going to invite myself to your birth you will usually have a lot of clarity when you're ready for me to Mm -hmm. come and sometimes it may be oftentimes the the birthing person the Mm -hmm. mother because I want to respect women as Mm -hmm, well mm -hmm. the mother and or birthing Mm -hmm. person may not she that person may not they may feel like I don't need her mm. yet, but the
0: partner, <laughs> <made> Ryan, me- <laughs> Ryan needed you. <laughs> yes.
1: Because I think people don't take in consideration, like, cause I definitely feel like the birthing person is running the show, but the partner is also having an experience that needs to be acknowledged oh, yeah. and respected. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, so sometimes, you know, like if, if a partner calls me and this, they may say, Okay, okay, this is happening. Okay, but when do you come? Like when when you're ready. And they call back three times, they're asking me the question. I was like, okay, I'm a my Yeah, and
0: it's mostly for them, maybe sometimes.
1: Yes, it might be for them because they're usually a ball of nerves. Yeah. I mean, I feel like partners feel um helpless oftentimes. They misread the experience. It's not uncommon that a partner may say to me, like it's it's so hard for me to see her suffer. And I say, uh, oh, she's not suffering, she's in labor.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: This is labor. Interesting. Suffering sounds And looks different. But I guess a
0: lot of people that are giving birth sometimes put that energy on it and it isn't enjoyable or it is dreadful or it is awful. And I've heard stories of that. And that's what I going back to what you said earlier about helping those people unravel those fears is so important so that and I wish that I say this with love, like it's it's a cool fucking weird experience and Absolutely. it's like magical and scientific at the same time, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, your body can do this. But some people are just like, get this over with, like yes. tap me yes. out. And I, yeah, I, I, I haven't been in those situations. Obviously, I had a different mindset right. about it. But it, it must be hard to witness that too. Well, suffering is to see someone
1: suffer is hard. Yeah. It's, 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 and it, and you know, I like, I'm, I don't even remember me telling is that you don't have to suffer through this experience. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's why, you know, like for some people, I have to remind people, you know, the epidural has its place. Yeah. Sometimes it's the perfect medicine. Like maybe someone needs to be disconnected from the body, and it may not be because of a physical. Yeah
0: experience,
1: yeah. right? And so that's always available. So, you know, suffering is different, but labor is challenging. And I also, I don't even remember, but sometimes I reframe the language around birth. Like during the prenatals, people, I hear the word pain, pain, pain. And I say, well, you don't necessarily have to consider it as yeah. painful because when I recall my birth, I don't think of it as painful. I think of it as being intense. Yeah. I
0: agree with you. And I have a, I think, I think I'm just Of that same nature mentally, because there's pain. Mm -hmm. Like there's me stepping on a nail and pulling it out, which I've done by myself. And you're like, yeah, that was not cool. And going into shock. Or there's birth, which is like, you know, an experience all on its own. And I loved when you talked Mm -hmm. to me about that because I was like, yeah, like I think it could be interesting because then there's like orgasmic births and yes. like all that other shit where you're like oh interesting which like that yes. wasn't in my yes. mindset to have that right but it's been done like people like have their yeah, like tantric have. like they go into a state of meditation and it's mm-hmm. like ah. i mean that's mm-hmm. so interesting like what's the weirdest shit you've seen that you can talk about without breaking any nda's <laughs> I was just like hold on. Ours was weird but let me think. What's the weirdest? Did you ever attend a dolphin birth in the water, you know? Like No.
1: No. I think I think maybe the weird it depends on like what do you consider yeah. weird? Um I had a client who was whose labor was it would it would be considered it's called a uh, precipitous labor. It's moving very very fast. Okay. Very fast. And I arrived at her house, and I could tell, like, we have to go. And um, she didn't want me to ride in her car with her and her partner. Okay. Because of what I gathered was that her husband's car was very special to him. And I remember saying, well, I'm going to ride in the car with you because I don't know if we're going to make it to Cedars. We're on the west side. Oh. And sure enough, we hit a very, I'm,
0: without giving yes, too much information, yes. a
1: very busy street at 5 o'clock in the evening in LA on the West side. And we're going to see AKA
0: rush hour. Everybody in LA, right. AKA you're turtling at maybe five miles an hour.
1: <laughs> yes. And we're hitting a light and the mother says the baby is coming. Oh, the baby oh, is coming. in the husband's so amazing I, car? car. Oh, yeah. so I tell them, I tell him to pull over and he pulls over and he says, I'm going to make up a name. Shit, Crystal. Shit, Crystal, get out the car. Get out the car. (laughs) And I was like, hey, wait a minute. (laughs) Wait a minute. And I looked at the mother. Crystal, I was like, do you want to get out of the car like on this busy street and try? Do you want to get out the car? And she said, no. I said, pull the car over. Like she's not getting out this car. So we pull into a parking lot. And I remember I have her getting in the front seat, and she says the baby is coming. And I look, I was like, "Oh yeah, the baby! Like here comes the baby!" Right. And so we were parking lot of this business, and they called nine one one, and is she's giving birth in the car. That's cute. And um, what was interesting is the EMT came, although they're trained like they're you, they're just you can see them like, "Oh, what did we do? What did right. we do?" And I said, "It's okay. She's having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. like,
0: guys. It's fine." Yeah, there is a head. Yeah,
1: she's she's giving yeah. birth. Like, it's okay. She's having a baby. And um, she ended up, like, when I came out, the head was coming out when I put her in the right, front right. seat. She gives birth. Um, and then, of course, they put her in the ambulance of this parking lot. They have oxygen. You know, it's just it's just standard.
0: What you know, They don't know anything. Yeah, yeah.
1: They're putting oxygen on her. And then um, the father is like, he's going to, he doesn't want me to drive his car. I was like, I have a BMW. It's okay. I'm gonna drive the car. You get in the ambulance <laughs> with your with your wife. But you know what was fascinating, Elisea? Lu- she actually wanted to have a home birth, and her husband told her no. Interesting. So she's sitting in the she's sitting in the ambulance with her unnecessary oxygen, yeah. and she's holding the baby like this. She's like, that was so amazing. Yeah. I feel so empowered.
0: <laughs> I feel she's so like, empowered. Princess Di waving at. <laughs> Thank yes. you, thank you. That's that was that's so awesome.
1: <laughs> so we ended up. I drove his car, followed it to the to the hospital. Right. They took him to the hospital. Right. I went to get something to eat, and I came back upstairs. And I said, "Well, where's your husband? Oh, he went to the car wash to get his car. Of washed. course,
0: that's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> A man and his priorities. Yeah, oh, that was, my that God!
1: Was so many, so many crazy. So I mean. It's birth, so you see, and I did a ton of home births. Right. So I've seen some very interesting things happen. Like one partner was um, while the mother was laying laboring was put on. Um, what's that? That movie that goes Red Room, The Exorcist.
0: Oh, The Shining. The Shining with Jack Nicholson. No, the ex- oh, he put
1: actually, on- He played the ex. Oh, the exorcist I love The
0: Exorcist. It's one of my faves.
1: During her, yeah, labor. that was
0: probably me was- in my birth. No. <laughs> yes.
1: I don't think she was on board, but I remember thinking this is a little, um, (laughs) it made me worried about her. I was, I was concerned. You're like, why are
0: we watching paranormal fucking movies right now?
1: And he kept like forcing her (sighs) to watch the film. And that was. Very weird and strange, and definitely, I was concerned about her well-being. Like, creepy, with that person as her creepy,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, End scene. Let's stay in touch.
1: <laughs> God,
0: I could only yes. imagine some of the stuff you've seen. Like, it's, I, I'm, I always try to recount my. Experience like just for shits and giggles, like on Nova's birthday, aka my birthday. I'm always like, oh, Isn't that special? day. What happened that day? I just wish that we really could have played the theme music Ryan wanted to while that was happening, and like we couldn't. He just like forgot. I don't know. He just like God. he just like forgot. Like he was like, do they have a little like you know Bluetooth Bose stereo? That they did. I he had.
1: To- I don't remember. I don't recall hearing you say you wanted to play 3 music, but I would have reminded him.
0: Ryan Ryan wanted it cuz he was like this would be a great song and now it's so funny cuz like <laughs> it's it was like a, like an EDM kind of like not a rave beat but like one of those like uh-huh. dance beats and Nova's like obsessed with dance music now. Like she hears a beat and she's like mm. <laughs> She's so funny. <laughs> Ryan's little yeah. cute little twin. yeah, totally She's right. She's so cute. She's got both her bum chins yeah. though. Oh my god, uh-huh. Andre! It's I love chatting with you. Like I miss your face and like just being in your bubble of energy because you're so oh, yeah. good vibes. And I mean, I I I hope I get to see you again. I don't know how, but like maybe we will one day. And I'm, you know, I don't I don't want to take up too much of your life and too much of your time. But I have to I have to just ask like. In postpartum, where, mm-hmm. where is it that you feel you excel? Like, what's your, I mean, I have my, I have my intel of what I experienced with you, but what's the one mm-hmm. thing that you really enjoy? Like, obviously you enjoy this whole thing because you do it for a living, but mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. post, like, what do you love in seeing? Well, do I yeah. enjoy,
1: where's the magic yeah. for me? Yeah. So, you know, it's not uncommon, you know, you're a little... You're a special person, year, oh. So like you're <laughs> you're very special. <laughs> and also you're worldly, you have a lot of a lot of holistic experience. So it was very different. But it's not uncommon for new mothers to have a lot of anxiety, um, a lack of confidence. Mm. Um, and so it's when I'm working with families in the postpartum, it's always rewarding to see them transition into the confident parents, um, trusting their intuition. Um, holding their baby with one arm while they're cooking mm. to just watch them develop as a parent because in the beginning for a lot of people it's very scary they're questioning everything mm. you know I have some clients who call the doctor about everything and then I'll often say to them you know what put your sit still and put your hand on your heart
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know where's the truth
0: in this? I loved when you said that yeah, yeah.
1: Knowing the difference between your thoughts and your feelings and trusting your intuition. Yeah, Because I always like to remind people as well, like, you know that baby more than anyone. A doctor can't tell you what's going on with that. You know, you will know if there's something wrong with the baby. So I think for me, the reward is watching them transition into a more confident
0: parent. Well, you said it earlier, you used a phrase from person to parent. Like, what a beautiful phrase. And it's something that... I think we can all take home after this episode if we're in this journey right now. Like, if you're pregnant right now, like, that's a really nice kind of, like, call to action, you know? Because you are making yes. – God, sometimes I'm like, oh, shit, I'm a parent. Like, it, it still, it still like, knocks me over now. Yes. And then I'm like, oh, God, I should – I'm a 16-year-old. So sometimes I'm
1: like, oh, my God, that's my daughter. Yeah, like,
0: I'm a that's mom. Crazy. I'm a parent. Mm-hmm. Like, no. It's weird.
1: And that that unfolding can be scary. Uh, it can be, you have a lot of anxiety. There can be resistance in that process, mm-hmm. but it is a process. And so sometimes, once again, sometimes we have to refer people out. Yeah for different care providers to help them in that transition. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, everyone doesn't transition smoothly, but my goal is to help my my clients to transition
0: gracefully. And you do it beautifully because you have the offering of body binding, which I was so, so grateful that we did. That was really amazing. What a fun energy to like, Mm -hmm. like cinch you back up. And such a, like, God, like the etymology of that goes back Years and years and centuries, like it's it's ancient and you can feel it. And many indigenous cultures do it.
1: And, you know, I always say I find that when you find indigenous cultures doing something similar across the world who have no contact, there's truth. Yes,
0: there's truth. Yeah. And for some reason, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I was just, you know, in the zone, but you can like feel that energy. And I talk about this every time Mm -hmm. I talk about my birth, but I was very lucky to have almost a century's worth of like female and like matriarchal and like birthing energy in our birth like there was four of mm-hmm. you amazing people in there Yes, ryan you can't mm-hmm. do but like you know
1: um
0: yes, you <laughs> and so it was so that was an amazing thing to have in postpartum with you and then we took the path of like having placenta pills made which is oh, plac- so oh, yeah, cute the and then God, the best thing ever, the sits bath, the herbs that you made up for us and like how you taught Ryan about I'm going to spill the beans here, guys, and I'm sorry if it's a trade secret, but the little pads, the frozen pads. Yeah, the best. (laughs) And Ryan was so cute. He'd like make them in the bowl and put them in the freezer. Uh, He was great. Ryan, you're great.
1: And if you're having a hospital, if you're having a hospital birth, they have oftentimes they have these ice pads. Go in the drawer and grab some and take it yeah. home, and then you can and you can pour the herbs on it. Thank you. I'm glad you like the herbs. I'm actually really focused on getting those out and putting them on the market. Yeah. My fourth trimester. Let's talk
0: this. about that because you saw you have an apothecary going, right? Yes. I want to hear more yeah, about yeah, this. Yeah. When is this going to be able to be accessed to the public? In the spring,
1: okay. I'm really actually I I was talking to my mom. I'm not taking on as many clients because I need to focus on yeah. building the apothecary and getting and I'm starting. I had a, a reading with a medium quite a few years ago, and I remember she told me, like, start with the mustard seeds.
0: Oh.
1: Right? So, like, you know, because I do, I do the fourth trimesters. I also do, like, grief teas, and yeah. I do a lot in the apothecary. So I'm focusing on now, focusing on the fourth trimester healing kits yeah. that yeah. I made that I prepared for you as well. And then... I've also included which I did wasn't doing when you gave birth like the nipple cream and I'm doing a butt butter for the yes. baby. Um and sacred bath. So I'm starting there. I'm working on my branding now, getting my website and so I I'm, I'm going to launch in the spring. And guys, I'll I'll
0: keep you first hand biased opinion, but it is Andre Andre uh, uh, Like, I didn't have my mom or family down here with us, and she was, like, that person for our family, and I'm so, so grateful because all the herbs and all of that stuff really resonated with me personally, and I know it might not with some Mm -hmm. listeners, but that's just kind of my vibe, and it helped. And there's all this controversy out there about the placebo effect of placenta pills. Do they work? Mm -hmm. Do they not? Do they block? I don't know. Maybe they do for you. Maybe they don't. But, like, I was like, I want to try them, and, like... I'm going to say they worked for me. I mm-hmm. I can graciously say I didn't really suffer from any postpartum um, depression. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ryan's probably listening and he's like, oh, bullshit. You were horrible. No, but who knows? <laughs> but um, I don't think I did. But it was it was mm-hmm. um, really nice to just know that that was there because that's. It, mm-hmm. it just vibrated with me. And like being able to do those sits bath, knowing that they came from you and your energy was like also infused in it was just like yes. a little bit more magical and more healing than me buying it at like Lassen's or like Oh, I'm Whole so happy Foods. you liked it. Did you like the spray? Yes. Guys, oh, the so spray. Oh, the spray. Get that spray out there. <laughs> the <laughs> the perineal spray. spray, you guys. If you don't know what I'm yeah. talking about, you will one day. I almost just want to have that like just because like a little,
1: you know, (laughs) you know, when I started doing it, I started even giving it to my clients who end up with the cesarean just so they could still have that experience, even although they have um, the cesarean. And speaking of the placenta pills, I had a client. So something that people may be taking consideration that the only mammals that don't eat their placentas are whales, dolphins and humans. Now, I think the humans we've probably used to in the past, mm, mm-hmm. and then someone probably said, that's barbaric, we shouldn't do mm-hmm. that. I think maybe the whales and the dolphins aren't eating their placenta because they're constantly moving mm. through the process. Um, but I had a client that reached out to her mother, her community on Facebook, and asked, Of the community. I only want to hear from maybe someone who did placenta encapsulation with one child and didn't do it with the other. Was there a difference? Isn't that smart? And she said that everyone who replied said that they made them, they recovered faster. They had less mood swings. They had more energy. um, They felt better. The one person who didn't have that experience, they made her nauseous.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah,
1: and I don't know. That could have been because it was psychosomatic, knowing that she was taking the pills. But yeah. I thought that 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 was a value. Valuable oh my god, I was
0: like ready to be like, Yo, Ryan, freeze this and chop it up and put it in my smoothies. And he was like, <laughs> I'm done. And he's that. like, I'm ready to help you do that, Alicia, if that's what you want to do. And I was like, Cool, but actually, let's just do the pills because then we can like take them around <laughs> with us, and it's easier to manage.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or you could. I've had people that have taken a portion and froze yeah. it. And then did the pills with the other part. And then in a home birth, like, I've been at a birth where maybe there was more bleeding yeah. that the midwife felt comfortable with. We cut the placenta and put it in the mother's cheek to stop the bleeding. Right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But that's, mm-hmm. like, that's kind of, like, you know, that's that kind of holistic shit that, like, you have to be yes. open and ready for it, too. But you also have to understand, like, when you need to, like, maybe go the more Western yes. route. Right? Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm totally a balance of both, like... But I'm I'm yeah. just lucky, like you said. I did have I did have three years of like Chinese medical school behind me in my brain, and like I yes. kind of grew up with all of this stuff too, in a way. So I'm a little balanced in that sense, sort of. But yes. I did. Everyone I should
1: to give it. birth where where it feels safest. Yeah, safe for
0: yeah and I yeah, yeah. It, totally. And that's what I loved about everything you were guiding us towards. It was mm-hmm. so great. I mean, wow! Like part two. I know I could, I could, yes. I say this to almost every guest, but I just feel everyone that I've been talking to so far, I, I feel like we could just keep going and going because there's so much information. You're so valuable. You're so knowledgeable. And there's a wealth of knowledge behind your experience that I just want people to understand. And sometimes you just have to understand it firsthand. Andre, I have yes. to ask as we're wrapping up, as we're wrapping up the combo. are you ready? Yes. Something in your life, looking back, were you can now proudly say, you did it. What would that be for oh, you? And
1: it doesn't have to be it it doesn't have to be in regard. No. to birth.
0: something in your life about um, you. but it could also be oh, birth. <laughs> oh, I was, you should have sent me this question already. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something uh, so asking the
1: question. So just again. is there something
0: in your life, looking back on your life up until this point mm-hmm. where you where you can think about and say, wow, I did it. Like you did it, you know.
1: Uh, something. This is gonna be so surface. I love though. it. Um, but I I applied and was um approved for an American Express card. <gasps> you did it! You did it! You did it! <laughs> and I remember I did like an unpacking. I videotaped the unpacking of the card, and I remember saying like. I feel like an ad- I'm 53 and I was like, I feel like an adult
0: now. But Andre, like an you did now. it. I did it. <laughs> I love you. That's amazing. And surface or not, that's the best. I just like, yeah. I did it, you know, because I
1: messed up in my 20s. I'm a late bloomer. So I was just like, I can't believe my credit score is like 840.
0: Like, that's incredible. I never yes. thought like, this could happen to also, me. Also, that's a you did it. Like, hey guys, check that out. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, my God. Slow and steady wins I the love race it. when it comes to that. Thank you so much for your time, Andre. It's always a pleasure. My face hurts from laughing and talking and smiling with you. I mean, this conversation, we could have gone deeper, and maybe we will. But, guys, I mm. want to share with you Andre Lemon. Miss Andre Lemon, I will link all of her uh, details here of how we How can we find you. But tell us, how can we find you? And I can link it for So viewers. by the
1: time you link... But after you edit your link, I'll be able to give you the website. Great. But you can always find me on Yelp at Miss Lemon. I'm sorry, on Instagram at Miss Lemon Honey. On
0: Instagram at Miss Lemon Honey.
1: Yes, M-S Lemon
0: M-S Lemon Honey. Oh, yeah. Um, or if you know me and you, like, want a referral, oh, I can make that connect. Thank you, Alicia. But creep her, guys. Give her a follow. Check her out. Um, you're such an amazing earth goddess and angel and we're so happy to have met you and i know nova she wanted to be here but it's nap time but i wow we're so grateful you were there i hope to see you
1: if i come out to palm springs or if i go to joshua yes
0: please do come creep and come lay by the pool and then you know we'll look at some birth photos of mine of me just covered in blood on a bouncy ball (laughs) tits out and with a shower on like why not (laughs) <laughs> ah the memories <laughs> it was a very wild
1: birth. it was very
0: wild well guys please um, you know tune in to the next episode next week but if you have any questions for Miss Andre Lemon let us know and uh, connect with her and we'll catch you on the next episode of You Did It! Thanks Andre Thank you Alicia <laughs> thanks for inviting me well, thanks for listening to a very TMI episode of You Did It, the podcast, but hey, that's what we're here for. So if you've enjoyed this podcast so far, please remember to share, download, rate, and of course, follow the podcast so you can get reminded of our next episode drop, which is every week on Tuesday. Catch you next week because you did it. did it. <laughs>